This is the knowledge of Brahman, as found in all the Upanishads, and as revealed by the sage Maitri. The glorious Valakilias were pure and good, and once they asked Kratu Prajapati, Since his body is like a chariot without consciousness, who is the spirit who has the power to make it conscious? Who is the driver of the chariot? Prajapati answered, There is a spirit who is amongst the things of this world, and yet it is above the things of this world. It is clear and pure in the peace of a void of vastness. It is beyond the life of the body and the mind, never born, never dying, everlasting. Ever one in its own greatness, it is a spirit whose power gives consciousness to the body. That is the driver of the chariot. Master, how does this pure being give consciousness to the unconscious body? How is it the driver of the chariot? Prajapati answered, Even as a person who is asleep awakes, but when they are asleep does not know that they are going to awake. So a part of the subtle, invisible spirit comes as a messenger to the body without the body being conscious of its arrival. A part of infinite consciousness becomes our own finite consciousness with powers of discrimination and definition and with false conceptions. It is in truth the source of creation. and the universal in us all, 
This spirit is consciousness and gives consciousness to the body. It is the driver of the chariot. The poets say that this is the spirit who wanders on this earth from body to body, free from the light and darkness which follow our works. It is free because it is free from selfishness. And it is invisible, incomprehensible, hidden in darkness. It seems to work and not to be, but in truth, it works not and it is. It is in its own being, pure, never changing, never moving, unpollutable. And in peace beyond desires, it watches the drama of the universe. It is hidden behind the veil of the three conditions and constituents of the universe. But in the joy of its law of righteousness, it is ever one. It is ever one. Master, you have spoken to us of the greatness of the Atman, the Spirit, the Supreme Soul. But what is the soul who is bound by the light or darkness, which follows works, and who, born again from good and evil, rises or falls in its wanderings under the impulse of the two contrary powers? 
Prajapati answered, There is indeed the other soul, composed of the elements of the body, who is bound by the light or darkness which follows works, and who, born again from good and evil, rises or falls in its wanderings under the impulse of the two contrary powers. And this is the explanation. There are five subtle elements. There are also five gross elements. The union of these is called the human body. The human soul rules the body, but the immortal spiritual soul is pure like a drop of water on a lotus leaf. The human soul is under the power of the three constituents and conditions of nature, and thus it falls into confusion. Because of this confusion, the soul cannot become conscious of the God who dwells within and whose power gives us power to work. The soul is thus whirled along the rushing stream of muddy waters of the three conditions of nature and becomes unsteady and wavering. Filled with confusion and full of desires, lacking concentration and disturbed with pride. Whenever the soul has thoughts of I and mine, it binds itself with its lower self, as a bird with a net of a snare. Brahman is, thus say the seer of Brahman. Brahman is the door, thus speaks the person of austere harmony, whose sins have been washed away. Om is the glory of Brahman says the one of contemplation, forever thinking on Brahman. It is therefore by vision, by harmony, and by contemplation, 
that Brahman is attained. In the beginning, all was Brahman, one and infinite. It is beyond north and south, and east and west, and beyond what is above or below. Its infinity is everywhere, in that there is neither above, nor across, nor below, and there is neither east nor west. The Spirit Supreme is immeasurable, inapprehensible, beyond conception, never born, beyond reasoning, beyond thought. Its vastness is the vastness of space. At the end of the worlds, all things sleep. That alone is awake in eternity. Then from its infinite space, new worlds arise and awake. A universe which is a vastness of thought, 
in the consciousness of Brahman, the universe is, and into it, it returns. It is seen in the radiance of the sun in the sky, in the brightness of fire on earth, and in the fire of life that burns the food of life. Therefore, it has been said, that which is in the sun and in the fire and in the heart of all beings is one. One who knows this is one with the one. When a wise person has withdrawn their mind from all things without, and when their spirit of life has peacefully left inner sensations, let them rest in peace, free from the movements of will and desire. Since the living being called the spirit of life has come from that which is greater than the spirit of life, let the spirit of life surrender itself into what is called Turiya, the fourth condition of consciousness. For it has been said, There is something beyond our mind which abides in silence within our mind. It is the supreme mystery beyond thought. Let one's mind and one's subtle body rest upon that and not rest on anything else.
there are two ways of contemplation of Brahman. In sound and in silence. By sound, we go to silence. The sound of Brahman is Om. With Om, we go to the end. The silence of Brahman. The end is immortality, union and peace. Even as a spider reaches the liberty of space by means of its own thread, the person of contemplation by means of Om reaches freedom. It is a silence of joy. It is the end of the journey where fear and sorrow are no more. Steady, motionless, never falling, everlasting. Immortal. In order to reach the highest, consider in adoration the sound and the silence of Brahman. For it has been said, God is sound and silence. The name is Om.
Attain, therefore, contemplation. Contemplation in silence on that. Even as fire without fuel finds peace in its resting place, when thoughts become silence, the soul finds peace in its own source. which longs for truth finds the peace of its own source, then those false inclinations cease which were the result of former actions done in the delusion of the senses. Samsara, the transmigration of life, takes place in one's own mind. Let one therefore keep the mind pure for what a person thinks that they become. This is a mystery of eternity. Quietness of mind overcomes good and evil works. And in quietness, the soul is one. Then one feels the joy of eternity. The mind is of two kinds, pure and impure. 
impure when in the bondage of desire, pure when free from desire. When the mind is silent, beyond weakness or non-concentration, then it can enter into a world which is far beyond the mind, the highest end. The mind should be kept in the heart as long as it has not reached the highest end. This is wisdom, and this is liberation. Everything else is only words. Words cannot describe the joy of the soul, whose impurities are cleansed in deep contemplation. Who is one with the Atman, their own spirit? Only those who feel this joy know what it is. Even as water becomes one with water, fire with fire, and air with air. So the mind becomes one with the infinite mind, and thus attains final freedom. Mind is indeed the source of bondage and also the source of liberation. To be bound to things of this world, this is bondage. To be free from them. This is liberation.